they came out and they put on the cover of Outside Magazine. Tim Cook. Tim Cook and Outside don't necessarily go hand in hand, but now that you see that Tim Cook is making an announcement, and for those who don't know, that is Apple CEO saying that he wants health and wellness to be the company's greatest legacy to date as he sits down with Outside Magazine. I'm going to go ahead and pull that back again. That's a hell of a thing to say. He wants Apple's greatest legacy to be the strides that he makes in health and wellness. Point blank, simple, and plain. And another tie into the last message. Guess what? They sat down and do a whole podcast about this thing. So he's sitting here on a podcast talking about health and wellness. And I'm saying, wait a second. We outside. It's the tech dudes. They talking about health and fitness. Nobody's putting all these pieces together. And I'm seeing that Apple is making a serious pivot in a dedicated direction. What's your initial thoughts on that, fellas? I don't like the cut of Tim Cook's jib. I'm just going ahead and put that out there. He is no Steve Jobs to me. You know, I, shout out to Steve. So you don't like his swag? Is I, I don't like the cut of his jib, man. I'm, I'm not here for the sweater vest. Like, Steve was here with the turtleneck and the jeans and the New Balances. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I have some gentlemen of extraordinary league guys. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, please. Your trainer, Corey, a.k.a. your favorite trainer's favorite trainer. K.R. Jones is in the building. That's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because it's the return of the variety show. That's where we give you our best foot forward. So hopefully you take your best foot forward. You do that two-step, that tangle, whatever it is you need to do to mosey on through the week with the best goddamn information that is possibly available. Yo, when was the last time you did a tango? I mean, so or two-step. <laughs> That's going to be on the Off the Strength After Dark show <laughs> where we start to talk about my dancing. That same old two-step? Listen, man, you, we in the club doing the same two old two. Two-step. Right? <laughs> two-step. Man, the week has been solid for me. I'm looking forward to this variety hour that we're in. Woo! But uh, nah, man, I had the chance to kick it with. Shout out to the homie Raza. Shout out to the homie Dot Ichiro, man. There so we go. The fellow Night Riders. Night Riders in the building. Anytime we get a chance to to reconvene off the bikes is always going to be a good time for me. Okay. He was off the strength, off the bikes. Brother Corey, what was you getting on to? Yo, along the lines of the bikes, my bike is built. Hey. So the, one, of my, one of my homies, one of my clients' uh, husbands actually built a bike for me off of pieces, off of scrap. And he was like, yo, I'm going to make this happen for you. He pulled a bunch of good bikes and made me a great bike. So I'm looking forward to getting on that. That's what's Falling up. Falling over man. a couple times. You know? Yeah, yeah. You gotta get a little fall, you know. I'm happy that you're getting on top of this now because we're gonna be riding all over the place. I made the promise for March, so I gotta be ready. You gotta know? be ready. Gotta get inside there, man. Give me a helmet and some elbow pads. You need a little bit of everything. Bike safety is important. It needs to happen out here. Wear a condom when you ride. You know, face and the waist, always on strap. That's how we gotta move in. Since we're talking about this bike safety out here, fellas, I gotta talk about what we're doing on this bike thing too. And there may or may not be some enhancements coming to bike storytelling. Sometime soon. All right, so now, leaving out of that segment, we're going to get on into, of course, we got to give people the professional information this week. I said, God damn it, it's time for that Ask the Professionals. Fellas, what's going on this week? How are we enlightening the minds out here? Corey, let me know what's going on. 
Yo, let's jump into this ATP right here. So this is coming in from a trainer. The big question is, I feel underpaid and underappreciated in my current job. So how do I get the money, power, and respect that I deserve? So first off, what I like to jump into and give it to you is, you have to figure out first off where you're valuable. So you have to look at your value in relation to what this business is. So don't just think of like how valuable you feel. And we always talk about you're important, you're important. We, we always hype people up and let them know that you are a valuable person. But you have to see how valuable you are relative to that space. Because the reality of it is you might not be built for that space. That space might not be built for you. So the first thing you want to do is evaluate what that space has, how you contribute to that space and come at them that way. So whenever you're looking at making a move forward, making a move up, even making a lateral move, you want to know what value you're bringing into that place and what that value is worth to them. And you tell them that value and that worth in response. So uh, this is what I'm worth. This is what I'm worth to you. This is what I expect. That's the best way to go about it in my mind. Brother Jones. For me, I'm thinking along the lines of numbers, right? So numbers are always going to be the thing that is going to predicate what you get paid. So I'm talking KPIs. I'm talking retention rate. I'm talking, you know, how many sessions you're doing, how many referrals you're getting, how many people am I bringing into this building? Because once I can identify what that is, that's value, right? That's what I can put on the table. And when I can give that to you on a silver platter and then you say, Nah, we can't do nothing with this. Then, I, then that's exactly when you know it's time for you to step and it's time for you to leave. Nobody's going to listen to the person that doesn't have solid facts to back up what they're saying. And if you don't have the numbers to back it up, then that means you got some more work to do. There we go. My brother's already talked a hefty amount about the dollar side of it. But another part of that question said underappreciated. I really don't know how you make somebody appreciate you. You It either exists or it doesn't exist. So if you are not. Leave. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. If you're not feeling the love that you need to feel, got to go ahead, do that two-step, that tango, get the hell up out of wherever your situation is, because that is likely not going to be a thing that changed. How somebody does one thing is going to be how they do another on that side. And that's my two cents on it, brother. So we got the who, the why. The where and the KPI. You got to know who you are so you know what you're doing in that space. Know why you're valuable. Know where you need to go if that's not the place for you and get your KPIs together. Hell yeah. Know yourself. Know your worth. Some radio edits on that. Never <laughs> stop. Never settle. And before we transition, I need to give our listenership a quick PSA. Uh-oh. Right? Okay. Wednesday is Ask the Professionals Day. Okay. Break that out. So we post on Instagram ATP. That's what it is. Ask the Professionals. So when that post pop up... That's where your questions need to go. Every week I post up there. I don't see no questions under there. But you always got something to say. But y'all it, always got something to say. Y'all always got something to say behind the scenes. Let the people know who you are. All right. So we posting up those questions. Don't stay in the dark. Make sure you step on into the light so that we can bring everybody up with this side. Is that right, fellas? Absolutely. All right. Now, since we're in the mood for enlightening, I say it's time. It's time for that rip from the headlines. And man, fellas, there is so much happening in the wild world of wellness this week that the good, the bad, and the ugly cannot be contained in the normal outlay. So I'm going to try to find the good, the better, and then I'm going to let you guys decide where this last piece goes. And there's going to be a couple things that are happening, again, at a rapid pace. So let's go ahead and jump into the good this week. And the good, fellas, I don't know if you understand this thing that we do twice a week, exciting and enlightening. You mean off, off the strength? Off the strength. That's what we do inside here. I'm not trying to do this off the strength no more. <laughs> I don't know if everybody else out there knows. You know, my 
Motherfucker ain't trying to be a starving artist. You trying to do it off the pay? I'm trying to get paid, brother. Off the bank. P-A-I-D. Paid in full. Thinking of a master plan is what I'm doing out here. Is what I'm trying to let everybody know, right? So it does my heart good to see that there's some legacy people out there also saying, you know what? People who are doing this vocal art, this audio that is enlightening people and motivating people, you should get paid too. And you know, fellas, when I had to look down inside and I saw an article come across that said Mark Cuban is co-founding a podcasting app himself. Now, I know everybody knows Mark Cuban from Shark Tank and they understand this brother for what he's doing with the Dallas Mavericks out there and they know he's a serial entrepreneur. Do you know how Mark Cuban actually got his first dollars, his ducats up, getting into this tech business? Y'all was he a pimp? I'm not going to put that on that brother. And pimp that, named Slickback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. none of this is going to make it because I'm trying to make that pitch to Mark Cuban right now. So y'all can say, oh, that slick shit, it's going to get cut out. So, yeah, Mark Cuban started actually with internet radio his first gig that he made his money on was taking college sports and putting it on the radio and broadcasting that out all over the place so when this man is now saying you know what this podcasting thing is missing it's missing some integrity it's missing some curation and it's missing a paywall for people to actually activate the art that they're making and be incentivized to create even better art well god damn it that's checking a lot of boxes for me so this is why i'm putting mark cuban and fireside as soon as they come up in the good this week and here is my explicit pitch I would like to take my talents to wherever this man is posting this up. So, I'm going to say that here. Now, you two fellas, I would say, <laughs> whatever slick shit you want to say, here's your chance to make this pitch. How y'all feel about this Mark Cuban situation? <laughs> I got to be honest about my my feelings about Mark Cuban. I have yet to see something that he did that I got upset about. And most people who are worth that much money have done something where I've been like, mm, I don't know about that. So far, as far as I know, I haven't done deep research, but as far as I know, I have no beef with anything he's done as of yet. Just recently, he was in the news for his comments on the the national anthem being played at the sports arenas. And I'm just going to leave that right there. And uh, Tony, if this is your pitch, then we're going to keep that as your pitch. We're not even going to talk bad about that, man. It's funny that he stopped doing the national anthem weeks ago and now... People who are trying to spin that and make a device have just found out. They were like, well, wait, hold on. Let's ask you a question about this. And where does that come from? So it's like, I've seen all of these things play out and people put different spins on the new cycle, Kyle. But what is interesting is that when a man owns media, he tends to be able to sidestep a lot of this stuff, right? So I, I see that story. I say, yeah, that story's out there. That story exists. And whoever's paying attention to that, keep paying attention to that. Because I'm going to go ahead and move from this for the good reasons in the right direction. So if somebody is taking... Every win that you saw on Clubhouse and adding some more stuff to it with their legacy that they've had, know where you're going to find me. Nobody else has to pay attention to that. Just understand that from where I'm coming from. And we're going to take that and the information that comes from inside there, starting off with a tech giant, tech guru, early dot com era winner. And we got to transition into this next story because, fellas, I don't know how many times I've said this, but fitness is coming into the head to head battle with tech. I've said this many different times. I've been trying to alarm people, I don't know, twice a week for a hundred and You have been Paul revering about this for a You mean where fitness and technology collide? They are colliding, goddammit. You might have even said I started something that's like that. (laughs) (laughs) Might even pitch that. (laughs) Seen it. This guy's been on to this for a long time. But I would also ask, fellas, do you pay attention to what else is happening? I mean, you guys make fun of me for all the stuff that I read outside the wellness space. Because you're well read. I, I try to be, man. Do you guys read outside magazine? No, nah, last thing I was reading was Jezebel. I mean, you know, Jezebel, born with the silver spoon, Bad Jezebel, magazine. still good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, Corey, are you familiar with Outside Magazine? I'm not. Outside Magazine's primary function is to do shocking feature right here, 
talk about people being outside. You know how we were kind of in that forest bathing aspect? Mm -hmm. It's a book, a whole magazine straight up about forest bathing. But interestingly enough, two days ago, they came out and they put on the cover of Outside Magazine, Tim Cook. Tim Cook and Outside don't necessarily go hand in hand. But now that you see that Tim Cook is making an announcement, and for those who don't know, that is Apple CEO saying that he wants health and wellness to be the company's greatest legacy to date as he sits down with Outside Magazine. I'm going to go ahead and pull that back again. That's a hell of a thing to say. He wants Apple's greatest legacy to be the strides that he makes in health and wellness, point blank, simple, and plain. And another tie into the last message, guess what? They sat down and do a whole podcast about this thing. So he's sitting here on a podcast talking about health and wellness. And I'm saying, wait a second. We outside. It's the tech dudes. They talking about health and fitness. Nobody's putting all these pieces together. And I'm seeing that Apple is making a serious pivot in a dedicated direction. Kind of like last week when I said that Google was making an attack at Apple. Now Apple is saying, no, nah, I'm right here. I'm square in the middle of what health and wellness is going to be doing. And this is our dedicated effort from the CEO going forward. What's your initial thoughts on that, fellas? Everybody better prepare for that because that's a big monster. I don't like the cut of Tim Cook's jib. I'm just going to put that out there. He is no Steve Jobs to me. You know, I, shout out to Steve. So you don't like his swag? Is I, I don't like the cut of his jib, man. I'm, I'm not here for the sweater vest. Like, Steve was here with the turtleneck and the jeans and the New Balances. I'm not here for Tim Cook for that point, first and foremost. Okay. Secondly, for them going into fitness and wellness, I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting pivot. If that's what you want your legacy to be, I mean, that's not what you... Yeah, apple is a fruit and it's healthy, but, like, that's not what we've known it to be. That's a big statement for them to say, though. For them to have the legacy that they've already created, which is just tech. I mean, it's every tech. It went from, from turning PCs into something else all the way into where they are now with phones. To say, I'm going to move off of that or pivot that over to health and wellness, that's a big jump for a enormous company. Yes. And to just reflect some of what Brother Kyle is bringing up, you know, going back into the article, it actually does talk about they're moving a long way since Steve Jobs' black turtlenecks. And now you're going to start to see people wearing a little bit more of the lycras and the stretchy stuff of today's athleisure culture. So around their campus, this has already been a shift that's been happening. They're just turning the volume up a little bit more on that. Right. So they're literally sitting in and go back and listen to this actual podcast. They're outside. They're in nature. They're on their campus. And you hear all of these things happening in the background. He is nature and fitness obsessed is what Tim Cook has told this article. And Apple company wide wellness is now the declaration for where they're going to go month over month. They have a different category that they're going to come into and try to understand better. This month's happened to be mindfulness. So interesting sidestep, because I, I know I've been talking about this a long time and I, I don't want to burden anybody too much more with this information but why i think this should be raising a little bit more of an alarm than oh that's a cool thing that apple's doing okay so the top 10 wealth generating companies throughout the entire world of the top 10 five are making direct pivots into health and wellness this year of those five we're talking microsoft apple amazon alphabet which is google and facebook so all these companies are not fitness companies, not health and wellness companies. They are putting all of their money into fitness, health, and wellness. And then the, the last three remaining is an oil company. And then two underneath that are investing in Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, and Facebook, right? So there's a lot of money shifting. And you're talking about generational wealth is starting to be multiplied and really just surmassed 
in our industry that how many people are really actually paying attention to? That's beyond generational wealth. That's like that's like gross national product. This wealth. is what I'm saying. So I'm looking at it and this is billions. The top five companies, the profits that they're making, they're dedicating a sizable amount to our industry. How many other places are you hearing that this much money is moving over into your space? And then now go back to that value conversation. And let me ask you a real question. Where are you in that conversation? Because if you're not present inside here, guess what you will be missing out on? That's my point. And this is why I got to keep bringing these things back up and make sure that it's understood. We're transitioning out of that Apple story because another thing I said that mergers and acquisitions were going to be key this year to pay attention to which ones are going to be combining. So when I looked down and said, yeah, those top five, it's going to be a lot of people who cannot compete with Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon on tech. You're going to be hard pressed. So everybody who's not in that position, guess what they're going to start to do? Like, let's say a certain legacy company that we talked about last week that got edited a lot out of last week's episode. They might be partnering up with Whoop and Apple Health to come up with another version of their app that they already have out. You're still not getting that advertisement. So we're going to skip past that one. (laughs) And another interesting merger and acquisition that happened this week. We're going to take a look at Beachbody. Now, do you guys remember Beachbody? Absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you know who Beachbody is? Yeah, that was that was Shanti and then the, the dude, the real... Liad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the real brolic-ass dude. I'm talking about, this is so far legacy, Corey, that a lot of our younger people might not understand how deep into fitness Beachbody's is. Like, yeah, I mean, Beachbody's was it back. a commercial used to come on like, Beachbody? There was early no? AM commercials for it. There were VHS tapes. I'm talking yeah, about... Yeah, there were VHS tapes. I saw like this, is, this is fitness minus the tech way before they were doing direct-to-consumer fitness. Talking about big company, right? Yeah. And they have a lot of different tendrils out in a lot of spaces. Guess what they're not great at? Updating all that old shit that we just finished talking about and then moving forward. Switch into why this is important because a legacy brand noticed that they couldn't compete with those bigger names and then they said, hey, Mix Fitness, Mix Fitness is a cycling company, I'll fast forward through that, who's also doing digital cycling and they're not the number one cycling brand, which I think everybody by now knows. And then another company comes into this mix and we got a three-way of commerce happening right here because now there's a blank check company coming in, Forest Road, and the main person from Forest Road used to be the CEO of TikTok. Here's another tech company jumping in and they are forming a merger combined for $3 billion to be a fitness and nutrition company going forward inside here. So Beachbody is now went from being, I don't know, not even something that most people were talking about in a three-way merger is a $3 billion company right now. And I'm talking about all this happened this week, moving fast. And by the looks of your faces, I don't know if we all knew that that was happening on the front of fitness this week. We're talking about billions and trillions of dollars moving across the table, fellas. What's your thoughts on that? I tell you what, you better, you better be in this game. You better be entrenched because if you think long term that you're going to do your little small localized thing and keep making money that's dead you're not going to be able this you're going to have to find a really small specific niche to work yourself into if you think you're just going to go in and get into downloads and streaming and make that bread because these big bodies are coming in and they're going to take up a lot of space you know tony i have no doubt that everything that you just laid out for us here is important 
But the only thing that I'm really concerned with is getting into a three-way of commerce. Three-way of commerce, my friend. It, it is. I a, need to. Yeah, I need to be in a three-way. This is what I'm trying to tell you. A three of, billion? Of, of commerce. This is what I'm trying to tell you, man. Let me get in the middle of that. You know, put me in the money. This, That's where I need to be. This is why I'm trying to put you on game, bro. Understood. If we don't know to be in that room, how are we going to ever know to be in that room? The dude from, t- again, by this time, you've heard every tech company that most people can think of is in fitness this week. In in a big way if the dude from tiktok is just put up three billion you should, you should know that this is this train is leaving the station find a way to get on this train as fast as you can get into that three-way get this three-way going Facts. they're not even they're not even going to have an ipo the way that they structured this deal is genius this is some real again third dimensional chess that i don't even understand how you get a spac right and a spac is going to be something that the structure of this deal, because there's three different companies coming together, they get to bypass a lot of the traditional things that a company would have to go through in order to go for the initial public offering aspect, right? So it's a special purpose acquisition. What's up, Brother Corey? Is that going to affect the monopoly oversight? It's going to be hard for you to have oversight over something that doesn't have to be seen. So yeah, so if I can, wild. this is an important part of this. Special Purpose Acquisition Company is what this is titled as. They get to bypass traditional IPO process, which would mean here's all the stuff that why the thing that we're going to put on the market is worth this value. Now, if you get to bypass that, I don't have to tell you what to pay attention to, but that is why this is landing in the good, the bad, and the ugly this week inside of this segment. Please pay attention because serious money is happening in our industry. You know where you heard it from. Let's go on from here. Hopefully, unregulated money three ways. We got to understand, you you know, in the three way, you got to have clear communication. Yes, that's very important. It's very <laughs> gotta important. Make sure everything that everybody got to be on the same page. You yeah. got to make sure that the at least two of you crystal clear. You know, you got to make sure. You, wait, listen, I ain't even going to get into that, but we're going to move from one side, switch on into this clearer situation. Brother Corey, what is going on in this moment of clarity this week? I need some clarity. I'm trying to figure out how you get half. Hey, listen, we're not going on that. We're not going to go through no parts of that. I tell you off, Mike. Well, interestingly enough, we were going to talk about money in relationships and your relationship with money. So everything lines in together. So we were talking about financial wellness. And I want to go back and just unpack that a little bit. That money, that money situation in any relationship, especially your personal relationships, your love life, that money effect can affect everything and every other aspect of your wellness. Just to give you some quick facts, TD Ameritrade says that 41% of Gen Xers and a comparable percentage of millennial divorces that have been filed, they state the cause of their divorce to be finances. So know that that's a real thing. That's really affecting you. It's really making a difference. So put that down. And the main thing you want to do is you want to focus on the communication side, just like Brother Tone said, on a different aspect is you got to check your needs. You have to have that conversation about your needs, your wants, and your expectations as soon as possible and make a plan so that you don't run into those money problems. You got to decide with your partner how you're going to go into handling money, what happens when money comes up short, and most importantly, what happens when the money's good. Because a lot of times you don't want to find out that your partner wants a big mansion and you're a chill person. You want to you want to have that conversation about what we do with our money. And a lot of times you think about what we do with our money when things go bad. But we forget about talking about what we do with our money when things go well. Where are you putting it? How are you saving it? What's your aspect of saving? What your understanding is? And the thing I want to jump into, because, you know, Brother Kendrick is one of my favorite rappers is he said money trees is a perfect place for shade. And that can Mm -hmm. be taken many ways. You can take that money trees is a perfect place for shade many ways. And the one thing I want to flip it to you is like this. In order to get that shade from that fully developed tree, 
You have to plant that seed in the light. Holly Berry, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I took that in the literal sense. I got a couple money trees. Had to put them right in the window. There you go. That's just how I felt. So, Brother Kyle, I want you I want you to, to expand on this even further and talk about how the financial side of your wellness can affect the spiritual side of your wellness. Man, that is a great question. I'm not going to say money is the most important thing in the world, but it's right there after air. You get what I'm saying? Air like, money. Air money. You You need to breathe. Now, with that, as far as the spiritual side, you want to think in abundance and not scarcity, right? So when you're thinking in abundance, then that's when money becomes... So you want money to become a tool. So you want your money to work for you and you not working for it, right? And the spiritual side of that is if you're coming from that space of scarcity, then you're empty spiritually, which is going to lead to you being empty financially, right? They, they go hand in hand. So when you think of that abundance, if I already have the mindset that I have everything I already need and I don't even have the money that I want, that leaves room for me to go out and get the money that I want. If I'm coming from a space of I don't have this, I don't have that, I'm going to never have this, I'm going to never have that, guess what? You're never going to have this, you're never going to have that because you already thought that in your mind, right? So that that spiritual side and the financial wellness side, they have to meet in the middle. You, you know, you have to have that conversation. You have to be open and you have to grow. So what you're saying is basically that financial side can be a distraction to your spiritual wellness. Oh, most definitely. Now, Brother Tone. Yes, sir. I want to pivot you over to the business side. That's where your head is mostly at. So when you talk about a business relationship is very similar in a lot of ways to a personal or social or a love relationship and the mm-hmm. fact that you have to balance that out. So when you're looking at money, when you're starting a business with with other people, like how we started our business, what's what, what's your tools you want to give people into how to approach that money relationship aspect and how to talk that money out? Yeah, man. First things first, there is a spiritual component just to go back to that, even in my perspective, because uh, I bless it with another quote from Brother Lupe. You know, struggle is a sign that God loves you because on the real, being broken make you humble. Excellent. And if you walk in into a situation knowing what your talent is, knowing what your value is, not talking about money just yet, but knowing what my spirit, my intention, my purpose is, by the time I get to what the money conversation needs to be, I'm already in the alignment and in the direction that I need to be in, right? So I practice in a literal sense going without money. I took money away in a lot of different spaces. And a lot of people don't really understand the level to what I did that at. And they might miss that whole lesson. But a practice to go without and to fortify yourself to go without makes you have to get resourceful to make stuff happen. Now, a lot of the crazy stuff that people are going to see come out, I did off of no money, right? I had to get resourceful with all the other stuff that I could, that sweat equity realistically coming off the strength in a lot of different directions. So all of that to be said, the lack of money is something that causes real stress. If you could eliminate real stress, then you have a clearer mind and that clearer mind can be used to put whatever energy you really want in that business. It's going to take you a lot further. That's just it really is just about using that tool to relieve some of the pressure to clear the mind and move forward in that direction. Now, if I already got used to moving without having the asset that people think is stopping you from moving forward, what happens when I get that? You know what I mean? So once I do have that access and once I am earning that access, I was already used to not necessarily devaluing it, but not letting it take the same kind of possession over me like everybody else that I've seen in my life have real struggles with. 
It's like the, the pursuit of money could be the root to evil, right? But if I'm not committed to it only by the function of what that it brings and I don't put anything else onto that, well, then I think my spirit's in alignment, my mind is in alignment, and my purpose is in alignment. So if all of those things are moving in the right direction, then my business decisions are going to be tip-top hit from here on out, you know? And I really do remember every single day that I had to go without something throughout my whole life, and I remember what that's going to bring that legacy going forward. So if going back to the premise of this, you talking to somebody that's going to be on the other side of your table, they got to understand what those sacrifices are going to cost in the long lens, too. Because all this fly stuff, it cost me a lot to get to that point. Now I'm willing to pay that tax a little bit later on because I know my victory, I know my lens, and I know my reign is going to be what it's supposed to be, too. But in the moment, yeah, man, this shit is hard. <laughs> I ain't even going to give you yeah. nothing else. Point blank, simple, and plain. Not a lot of people can walk that way. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is that the money was so important to you that you decided to make it an accessory. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. We, we learning some shit today. I feel like I learned some shit. That was the hit right there. Money should be an accessory and not a necessity. Ah, that's the point that you want to get to. Okay, Brother Jones, he came back around. We came back and marinate, brother. My bad, man. I had to let it marinate just a little bit. Let it marinate, brother. I ain't even mad at you, my man. That is fully packaged with the quote at the end and everything. If the brother got clear at the end of it, I don't know where else we can go on that side. That was the clarity of of the most. The only thing we could do from here is go up. You gotta raise it up, raise we it up. Raise this shit up, and we're gonna raise this ball going into the next direction. He saw it was going, brother Jones. What's up? What's the word, gents? Raise that ball for us, homie. What's going on this week? Now, good brothers, I have to ask y'all a question. When was the last time you searched for new music on a streaming platform? Today. Yeah, today. I do it every 5 30 a.m. Okay. What did you search for and sp- like and anything in particular? Listen, I knew, so I've seen Judas and the Black Messiah a couple weeks back Understood. so I knew this was coming out. So you out. saw the lead up for that and you knew that Hove and Nipsey verse was coming out. Nah, I really was looking at Black Thought. I appreciate where Hove is but Hove should never rap after Black Thought in my opinion. That's just how I'm going to put it on there. So Okay, how about you Brother Core? I'm, I'm in the habit of it because of classes so I'm in the habit of like constantly looking for new music so I basically run through like first I start off in the genres I use and then I just dig into whatever's new just to see if something random might pop off so I heard Dolly Parton's track is terrible but I I heard it okay well gentlemen you two are not like the rest of the population in which most people fall victim to searching or staying in that same lane of stuff that they listen to so i was doing some research and in an article by wired actually tone because i am well read like you hey Hey, Hey. i was out here reading the stuff on a computer they talked about how to bust your algorithm right Mm. for streaming platforms because a lot of times you fall into that oh let this song just play afterwards and here's my daily mix and i'm only going to listen to this and it's going to pigeonhole you into listening to the same things over and over again thus making it harder to hear new music find new music and be introduced to just new vibes overall which i thought was really interesting so for me naturally i was out here just searching for new stuff digging into new artists you know and and speaking of you know that that flaw in the matrix that we just talked about mm-hmm. of busting the algorithm i gotta talk about the good brother thomas edward patrick brady jr I'm talking about the GOAT, good Tony. Okay, okay, okay. That was a pivot from the music conversation. It I was, was about to say. It was a huge pivot. Did, did he, I thought he had an album coming if out. If he put out was... a track, I was about to say, this is nasty He put work. out a track called The Greatest of All Time, Tony. <laughs> Seven rings. Seven rings. You know why? Because teamwork makes the dream work. And okay. that man 
got Gronk out of retirement. He got Antonio Brown off his craziness and won seven Super Bowls with the the Buccaneers as we knew them. They was not the Buccaneers, <laughs> so we letting that slide. Yeah, I saw the excitement in your eyes there, Corey. What do you, what do you have to say about that? Is, we 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 not even gonna do that. We just gonna go ahead and keep moving. Whatever they do in the Tampa Bay is what they do in the Tampa Bay. <laughs> no, nah, man, I just wanted to take some time out to to reflect. Much respect for Tom Brady and much respect for what he's doing on his front. I mean, seven of them things you can't knock in his forties. You can't knock it, man. I, I respect him. You can't question a dude who wins that often and that percentage. He wins more than most teams. So you got to give it to him. He did win more than every other team because no other team has that many Super Bowls, which is kind of nuts. And I mean, since y'all really didn't really care about, you know, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., we're going to talk about another GOAT. Okay. Have you gentlemen got a chance to see the Tiger Woods doc? I did not see the Tiger Woods doc, but respect that GOAT as well. Oh. Yeah. You're killing me, man. You're I'm, killing me. I'm sorry, Brother Jones. The, the TV is decoration in the house. It's not really something I keep on. Yeah, I don't really turn my joint on, to be perfectly honest with you. So, Tiger Woods, we all know the story. Black golfer, best, you know, to ever do it. But I'm looking at it through the lens of, fam, there has not been another athlete that started that young into a professional career. And to Corey's point, I'm thinking of, like, I was like, yo, LeBron... Serena and Venus Williams, but then I'm like, well, he's older than them. Yeah, Bron, they didn't really pick him up till he was about 14. 14 was when he, 14, Around 15 like 13, was when he got like 12 famous. is when I knew him on Slam Magazine and then yeah. he got picked up because they were clocking him in like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of Tiger, like, he can only be compared to Michael Jackson in my eyes. Like, Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, the young homie was groomed. And it's like, fam, when you go back and look at the doc, they had Tiger at two years old. Swinging the club on like Johnny Carson, like on TV, fam. Like that's nuts. Yeah. So you're talking like the child prodigies. The child prodigies into professional athlete. Got it. Got it. Got it. Who else is filling that space? It's not a lot. It's very rare for you to have that kind of success at that early of an age. But I will say now I have not seen the documentary, but a part of the story that played out actually in that gym that still won't be mentioned. I was working in the gym when. TMZ started going out and tracking down some of the people that were in that documentary. Because that was right around the way. You know I was going to bring that up. That was not right around the way. That it was, was in the in way. The way. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was walking to the gym one day, and it's 4.45 to make it to a 5.30 session. I'm walking in, and I see all these cameras out in front of the space, and I'm like, what? in the hell is going on did somebody at that point in time i was like did somebody get killed over here today? Yeah, that's mad early for cameras <laughs> it's way too early yeah somebody did get killed a career <laughs> listen it wasn't even a career because that's the again who's who could remember that person's name minus this documentary that that was just a that was a person she got worse in the documentary listen, it was ugh. But the place that she was living in was a very luxurious building. Oh, for sure. And those people did not want cameras out in front of their space <laughs> at 4.45 in the morning. So that was a hell of a day in the gym. I do remember how that played out. And, and yeah, everybody was talking to everybody about what was going on at that spot. She was a, a nightlife influencer, if you will. Oh, I know. Early, early influencer. Hey, listen, I, I know where I worked. And I know what was happening in the spaces that I worked. And I will remain silent on all of those until I'm ready to tell everybody in my tell book or my TV treatment about what was really happening in those days. But that will not happen a moment before 
They cut the goddamn check. Is Tiger Black now? He's, is he still Cavern Asian? Listen, he could be whatever. We don't he know. Wants. We just know that he was swinging more wood than on the field. You hey, know what I'm saying? hey. <laughs> all right. Oops, I'm go ahead. Now, last but not least, have you gents got a chance to check out? Mr. Black on both sides himself. I'm talking about the new mm. Louis Vuitton Don. I'm mm. talking about my man, Yasin Bay. I have seen some of the work coming out in of the, Brother Bay. In the Louis Vuitton fashion show. Did you peep? I saw some of the videos that came out of there, the initial renderings and stuff that came along that side. And I will say I'm happy that this was a step above. Whatever the hell he was doing at the Brooklyn Museum over the he last time. You never going to let that go, huh? I'm never going to let it go, bro. I was, mad. I was mad as hell. And I was, yes, I'm not going to forget that. I want that sound to pay me back for the money that I spent on seeing that damn <laughs> exactly. Like you owe your tax, huh? <laughs> no, yes. I hear you. I, I mean, I feel it. And this is why I was excited to see that bounce back. Just because I feel like the way he delivered and his, his rap, his flow, the grittiness, like that just wasn't anyone else that I could see filling that void. Although, you know, that is some shit that I would never wear or buy. I can appreciate the artistic value from afar and tangentially adding to the list of luxury items that I'll never purchase. Did you see the Louis Vuitton heavy bag and glove set? I did not. For the boxers. Like if you want to get your box on, they got the Louis Vuitton Heavy bag with with the gloves to match. Louis mm. Vuitton is on some supreme shit. They are making everything in Louis Vuitton, right? Yeah, that's what's up, man. I support it. Like, if you you want to go out and buy that, I say Rumble. Enjoy, it's the, it's the good Rumble. leather right there. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Sure. You go ahead, go for you that. You don't want to beat that up a little. You ain't fighting in If you fighting in the Louis, t- <laughs> you might be Mayweather. Mayweather might do it. Of course he will. That is exactly who that's made. They that's got the him on speed dial. He's they the only one. Yeah. One of that's one. That's a one of one for him. Yeah. yeah. And no, you know why? Because that's how that man like to relax responsibly, Tom. Yeah, he does kick back and with that's many a leather is. fine good. Usually Italian and 37 fine goods. watches on his counter. Just you know, just let you know where it's at. I don't know how that ends up in the long run, but he is relaxing. He does look like he's doing it the right way. Fellas, what's going on this week in this relaxation segment? How have y'all been relaxing? I have been actually getting back into the CBD. Okay. I've been getting um, into the CBD from a couple of different things, from the tincture. I've also been smoking a little CBD. Okay. You know, and just allowing myself to relax. I've been doing that while I'm in my stretches, and I've actually decided to start doing a daily relaxation process. So I've started putting that into my day, oh my God. and it's really helped me sleep. It's helped me, like, unwind a little bit. Remember, I told y'all before, I was, I was getting migraines periodically, and I started, like, let me focus on making myself a little better in that aspect. And that's really been changing my whole mood. I'm in a rave much better place and i was already good so to get better is dope that's what's up my man is in the endocannabinoid system hey embracing this relaxation brother jones what's going on on your side man man i have been drinking all week like, <laughs> I, i'm not even gonna hold you i can't hold my liquor that's right? what Kyle just I've been with. drinking like there's a message in the bottle man just Drink. getting after it pull up uh but what i do want to mention is i've stumbled upon some Stumble literally, huh? Uh, I literally stumbled right into it. Right into some Hudson Whiskey, New York, right? And they had a bottle tone. And okay. Guess what the bottle was called? Uh, Hudson Whiskey, New York. What Yo, that was theme. dope. You killed that, fam. You, you did that, right? I, but, I was trying to go for it. Uh, what I was leaning towards was it, they had a bottle called Do the Rye Thing. Oh, Because it was yes. whiskey. So it was a nice little play on words yeah, right it there. It was a nice rye. So I'm like, oh, I see what y'all did there. I 
I too you like would do ride. the ride thing. <laughs> I'm gonna do the ride thing, and before I knew it, the ride thing was gone because the bottle was empty, and that's how I was relaxing responsibly, killed the whole thing, and uh, it was a good week. That sounds like irresponsible. I don't know how responsible but, you know? that relaxation was. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't by myself. I okay. was sharing the wealth. Got okay. it. Got it. Right, got, got it. Got you. But right. it was done in one night. Listen, I pre- <laughs> I appreciate you and whoever else you decided to share that with, and I'm going to send the cease and desist right now to do the ride thing to brother the spike because spike <laughs> needs to know you need to check somebody who's trying to ctc <laughs> yeah man you know shout out to them for doing that and man my relaxation fellas i have gotten a little bit more into again the home interiors is the spaces that i'm moving into even the living room alone and i'm moving into the kitchen my man when i tell you brother tone please tell me that you've expanded your culinary experiences and you're not just making like one sweet potato and putting it on this beautiful listen flat. i didn't say what i was eating right <laughs> i just said i got some nice shit to look at it on you know <laughs> that's really and that's what made me relax Corey. <laughs> it's not so much about that look good over there yeah look at how that that's look look nah, at me look at give me one give me one sweet potato and some kale make it hot yeah put it on man plate. put it right put it right but in the plate there. is gonna be beautiful it's gonna be the make most beautiful hot. plate that's exactly what i was trying to get to man the so, beautifulest plate in the world hey man you know i got some nice stuff that i'm looking at and i'm happy that that is in my life and that has bought me some relaxation fellas i don't need off a nice flatware all the time but when i do you weren't born with a silver spoon i wasn't didn't have it but now fuck it i got a few of them <laughs> so <laughs> relax responsibly that's what i'm trying to get y'all to do make sure y'all understand that <laughs> that's the main takeaway from the story you know it, i don't do it all the time but shit if i'm gonna do it this guy could done that, there you that's, go. that's where we at <laughs> there you go tone kudos to you brother hell Word yeah up. man Fellas, what are you looking forward to getting accomplished next week? Do you have anything that you'd like to let the listeners know about? Are we excited about anything in particular coming up? I am looking forward to sliding over to Brother Tone's crib and getting myself a beautiful flatware sweet potato. Hey, man, that's what's up. Yeah. So that's why I keep the expectations low on that side. A lot of people know that Brother ain't really trying to do all of that. Except I did pick up some skills from Chef Lynette. Okay. Lynette Astaire did put me on to some games, so I might be able to step up my vegetable preparation, Corey. Right. I'm trying to tell you. So shout out. Seasoning salt. Listen, shout out to the superfood school out there is all I'm trying to let everybody know. Shout out to the chef for sure. For me, I am... You know what I'm hopeful for, Tony? What you hopeful for, bro? I'm hopeful that the creators out there learn their value. Mm-hmm. And they keep creating for the love and not the payout. Because mm. there's too many people putting profit over progress. Okay. And I need you to progress before you profit. Okay. I want all of that. So I want to make sure I'm getting all of these things together. And as I'm coming together with my brothers over here. Sorry, what was that? Give me one more time. Progress. Progress and the profit is all going to come together in the right direction, my man. Brother Corey, you got something that you want to put on that? Nah, let's just drop it off with. There's one thing to add to that. If you decide to be a starving artist, make sure you understand what starving feels like. Nah, yo. I did that. Trust me. Tone did that, so hopefully you won't have to go through that. This is where I'm trying to let everybody know in this fitness world. There's a lot of spaces that don't look right, but hopefully you understand where the money is coming in, where the money resides. The money goddamn resides. Once again, it's been another fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. Your trainer, Corey. K.R. Jones. Peace and much love to y'all out there. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Wash your flatware. Yeah. Make sure you got to wash that, man. No dry spots on it. You know, I'm better. 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 I'm better.